The Oracle Network. Look deeper. This podcast contains some strong language that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. everybody it's all things anime we're on our third episode at this point um we're just going to continue a little bit more uh well it's not a little bit more it's a lot more anime history we couldn't fit it all into one episode um and i wanted to explain or have dr weeb explain what a weeb is because in our first episode title i put weeb in there and i'm not sure that a lot of people know what that means um especially if you're just getting into this so what exactly is a weeb yeah, so I actually researched two different top or uh, two different titles that usually are associated with people who like anime and Japanese cu- culture. Um, I'm going to start with otaku first, just because it's a little bit easier. That's actually a borrowed word from Japan, um, and really, it's it's very close to the feeling you get from the word geek. It's really describing someone who has intense interests in a small number of things. Um, I know in Japan, it's actually very common to call someone like an otaku when they're big into computers or they're big into airsoft. Airsoft is actually a big thing in Japan, too. Um, so that's where it kind of originated from. It was transferred over to America. And since it's got this Japanese sounding sound, since it is Japanese, it was applied to people who like anime. Um, and in Japan, it is typically kind of more derogatory, like throwing around the word geek. Um, and in America, it's pretty much the same thing. Weeb is different, um, apparently, well, different, but the same in the fact that it's usually an insult. Um, it originated, and I don't know the exact history. It came from 4chan, which I found out is actually the, the home of most words that didn't exist 10 years ago. Um, came up on 4chan. Um, it's basically the replacement for the phrase Wapanese, which is basically the W comes from either white or wannabe and the Apanese comes from Japanese. Um, that was the term that was used before we to describe this is someone who's got too much interest in anime, but usually more so just Japanese culture um, anime being a part of that. We basically became the replacement for it. Um, my understanding is because Wapanese was being used too much on 4chan. So they said, we're going to change it. It's it's weeaboo now, which is shortened to weeb. Um, again, it's it's like nerd. It's like geek. It's like otaku. It's talking about someone who's got intense interest in something with generally derogatory intent. But like, I find labels helpful. I embrace the label because it's an easy way to describe myself. So I am Dr. Weeb. Yeah. You are. You were. I mean, you've been to Japan twice, so. <laughs> and again, I don't. I'm. I'm not actually a doctor. I just happen to be the person who's been to Japan the most and took the most Japanese classes. Exactly. Well, let me continue on one piece. So it's not the oldest. Not it's even not close. the oldest. But when you were in uh, Japan, you said you went to a One Piece cafe, right? 
right in the right at the base uh tokyo tower it's like a big tour site like imagine if i'm trying to think of it like the grand canyon had mickey mouse dancing in front of it i don't want to imagine that world that actually is terrifying i don't like the idea that <laughs> disney owns our national parks cut this i don't want to hear it ever again <laughs> um so was it like a pop-up thing or was it that's just there permanently to my knowledge uh, so that's kind of the thing i think it was originally intended to be a pop-up thing um i think it's still there but i have no basis to stay say that it is still there um i think it was a pretty permanent thing um yeah so it, it's, it's almost like, like one yeah. piece is like the disney the mickey mouse of japan Kinda, yeah. Um, or Hello Kitty, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I would say thematically, Hello Kitty is definitely closer to um, like Disney, mm-hmm. but like for the sheer amount of sales and size of the market, One Piece is like I have some stats on manga. One Piece is the top selling manga, and this is based on the bound volumes, not like the chapters that are in Shonen Jump. Uh, One Piece ran from 1997 to present. They have sold two or 470 million US dollars of uh, the bound volumes. Golgo 13, which I've never heard of, ran from 1968 to present. Um, That's second place and it's 280 million dollars. And then Dragon Ball is third, 1984 to 1995, with somewhere between 250 and 280 million dollars. That's insane. That is insane. I mean, that's like a. yeah, it's on par with our entertainment. Kind of. I mean, Maybe. movies are in the billions now, like yeah. Avengers and stuff. But yeah, and like you have to you have to think about the fact that like those bound volumes sold in 97, like those that's not there's no accounting for um, inflation here. So it's oh, probably yeah. much higher. Like I'll, I'll just go into the other part. I, I took some stats about like top selling anime and manga. Those were the manga anime. There's no list. No one really tracks it that closely or no list I could find, but I was able to find the top grossing anime films. Um, Your Name, uh, which came out in 2016, was number one with $360 million internationally. Now, Spirited Away, which came out in 2001, got $350 million internationally. So if you account for um, inflation, it probably doubles. I don't know what the rate of inflation is, but probably doubles what uh, Your Name raked in. Um, so accounting for inflation, Spirited Away probably sold more. Um, and then Howl's Moving, Howl's Moving Castle was the third, came out in 20, uh, 2004, mm-hmm. and that raked in $235 million. Um, and then the top 50 list of gr- uh, top grossing films includes 12 Pokemon movies, 11 Ghibli films, and a few movies from One Piece, Dragon Ball, Doraemon, and Detective Conan. Detective Conan, the boy himself. Boy, I do. I just pulled up on Crunchyroll's website. They actually did an article, um, decade in review, the most watched anime of the decade by country. This was this past decade, so 2010 to 2020. Mm-hmm. Attack on Titan, Black Clover, Dragon Ball Super, Boruto, One Piece, and Naruto are the top streamed in America. Okay, streamed. Yeah, I was looking for like financials. Um, South America's the same, except my heroes in there, and same thing for Europe. Oh, JoJo's is popular in Europe. 
That's on the top stream Look list. Let it go. Yeah. So, again, like we said, Naruto is really popular. JoJo's also was very popular in Africa. JoJo's is just popular. And Ruby is in the top list for Asia. That's that's odd. Yeah, they uh, they took to it pretty pretty well from what I've researched. Hmm. And Antarctica just loved Hunter Hunter. All what? three people who there who are there, yeah, right? All the, the, the three who... scientists who are all huddling together, clinging watching for Hunter, watching Hunter. anime. It's good to it know says, that. Yes, against all odds, we did have some video views recorded from users in the land of ice and snow. Regretta- regrettably, the most watched show was not a place farther than the universe. The winner, however, was fan favorite shown in series Hunter Hunter. Hmm. That one scientist just out there booling the Hunter Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then I just got some notes on the industry as of today and like some of the big studios. So like as of today, which the most recent market I could find or the most recent date I could find was 2005. The anime market was valued at two, uh, 24 billion US dollars in Japan and 2.74 billion dollars in the US. Jeez. Um, and the US stat is from 2009. So like that's 10, 15 years ago. Like I can only imagine it's larger than that. Production of a single anime episode could cost anywhere from a hundred thousand to three hundred thousand dollars just just production that's just creating it licensing costs vary by mode of presentation but like for simulcasts like the way we all do it now licensing can cost the studio that's licensing it a thousand to two thousand dollars per episode but like for some of the big shows up to two hundred thousand dollars per episode jeez that's insane Big and dollars. Isn't Funimation like the biggest American company right now? Um. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I. I wasn't looking. I didn't actually look at American companies. I was looking at the. Uh, um. The development studios. I didn't look at that. Oh, I do actually have a question. So. So what? What do you? What do you guys think about uh, American? Not just American animation studios, but like American game companies getting into animation so for example right games is arcane which is going to be a new like in the legend you know in runeterra like league of legends universe there's going to be a whole animated series about that so well, there's a one rooster teeth yeah the rooster teeth. Company? yeah yeah they made they were originally entered an entertainment company they made some games after that but they were an entertainment first mm-hmm or uh, also a big one. Uh, it's the biggest or the most grossing and the, the quickest quick Kickstarter of all time. Actually, wasn't even a, a game studio. Um, if you guys have ever seen Critical Role, um, it's okay. on Twitch, Geek and Sundry. Great show. Uh, basically, a bunch of voice actors play Dungeons and Dragons. And they got so popular that popular that they said, hey, let's let's do an animated series. And so they were going to say, oh, let's do one episode and see how it goes. So they started a Kickstarter to make the Legend of Vox Machina like animated special. And it mm. was they're like, oh, we're looking for like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars to make one episode. And and so they were like, oh, OK, and we'll say we'll see how it goes within like the first like five days. Like they had like seven million dollars. It was insane. And like at the end of their like goal, 
they're like so the the pledge goal was like seven hundred fifty thousand, and as of now they have like eleven point three million dollars for that. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy for uh, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> for a Dungeons and Dragons animated series, just to have uh, it in like an an animation form, which it, which is cool. Did you ever watch Harmon Quest? Yeah, yeah, I've watched. I can, yeah, Quest. I can only imagine. Like that was a small project. I can only imagine Critical Roles will be like way bigger yeah. than that. Yeah, it's it's a huge. Yeah, it's supposed to be a whole. I mean, they have like two seasons planned now, or like three seasons. Wow, went from one episode to like three seasons. Um, I got some interesting thing here. Uh, 20 interesting facts about anime and manga. I'll read some of the ones that I found pretty mm-hmm. interesting. Um, and we can put this into the second episode. Um, let's see. Which one did I see? In Japan, there are more than 40 new animes that appear on television per week. Wow. Jeez. I would have loved to live in Japan just for that. <laughs> you would die. In Japan, more paper used to print manga than toilet paper. That's beautiful. Well, okay, that's that's a biased thing to say because they all have bidets in their homes. Because <laughs> yeah, they're a lot different when you can human clean beings. your asshole. Let me <laughs> let me oh, hold on, let me put this into perspective. In, in terms of a bidet, if you if you accidentally stepped on dog shit, and you would you be okay with just and I'm talking like on your foot. If, if, would you would you rather take a paper towel and wipe it off? And would you say that you're clean, or would you rather go and wash your foot? Wash. Exactly. Exactly. So th- there's there's the point. That's all you need. Boom. Go buy a bidet. There you go. We are endorsing bidets. <laughs> bidets wholeheartedly are sponsor. Um, I don't know what. I think that's yen. Each resident of Japan spends around thirty yen for manga each year. 30 yen? That's 30 yen. That's like, three cents. Yeah, that's or, nothing. That's 30 okay, So it's, it's like a backwards E. That, oh, I think that's pounds. Yeah, that's 30 definitely pounds. pounds. Manga each year. Yeah, yeah, you're probably on a uh, European site. I'll skip that one. Um, manga cafes are available in Japan. Readers oh, yeah. can enjoy their favorite manga with a cup of coffee. Yep. And I think that's, that's around 4,000 yen, by the way. I slept at one. Four thousand yen. What is yeah. that converted to U.S. dollars? To to U.S. Uh, four thousand yen is forty bucks. So people Probably. spend about forty a year on manga, which I mean, I'm sure we spend more than that. But well, well, look at that, our that's look at per our per books. that's per person. So there's probably people who don't spend it. They got to average it out over the whole population. Yeah, yeah. But like, look at comic book prices. Like, yeah, they can. Yeah, it's not that expensive. It's like three or four bucks, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I when I got the new Fifty Two issues and for DC and all that, like they were only like two dollars, three dollars a piece. So. Um, here's another fun fact: in Japan, it's common that if after someone does not keep a monk, I'm gonna have to cut this because I don't know why this person wrote it like this. But basically, if you finish reading a manga volume, you mm-hmm. leave it somewhere on a table or a bench for someone else to take it. Wow. Uh, okay. Never heard of that. Neither yeah, apparently I. that's a thing hmm. that they do. Um, and the last one I'll do is all manga is drawn by hand, which is I would really? think is the case. But yeah, that's insane. Actually, I believe that because I I remember watching a video about Araki Hirohiko, the 
creator of JoJo's, just watching him make all the characters. He does every single thing by hand. So yeah. Yeah, and they manage to get out a chapter like every week or whatever. Some some of these. Yeah, thinking it now. Think about doing that since 1987. That's crazy. It is pretty crazy, especially when the characters look as weird as they do in JoJo's. Yeah, the shading and everything. There's a lot. Of, uh, there is a lot of detail in yeah. JoJo's. I, I remember. I remember looking at it. He has in his drawer. I want to say. I remember watching a video where they like went into his studio in his drawer. He has all the first original copies of him making like his characters. And those are like his references. So he has like the characters made in like multiple positions. So he uses those as his references. So they never change from that. So I, I got to ask, um, you've read both. I've only read Berserk. Which do you think has more detailed um, drawing between Berserk manga? and jojo's yeah between berserk and jojo's uh berserk okay okay at least berserk I, I, is really good yeah it's uh, the the animation is crazy or the Wait, uh the, the when did you start really watching good. or reading berserk? oh yeah i had him i so I, I don't know if we've talked about this yet and we might no. want to introduce it at some point uh we we were gonna have each other watch a show berserk was my show for him it, well that's a surprise to me <laughs> I thought you knew that I was no, starting to I watch. Didn't That's know why that. I made the, the Griffith password. <laughs> oh my god! He, he he's not far enough to know why. That's not something oh. you should say. Oh, okay, you're there. So yeah, you I like it? So you say I thought it was funny. I really like it. Yeah, it's, it's just, great. I yeah. you know I understand why you would want something new what after just one season of it because oh god yes oh god <laughs> is it awful? You're are you but, watching the newest one? No no no. no. Oh, okay. okay, I introduced him to it. Do you think I was gonna start him off? Yeah, with the that's stuff? fair. Did you give him the golden age? I get no. I gave him like, well, yeah, Egg it's the, the golden age, but it's the it's the nineteen ninety seven anime or the the old one. Yeah. Okay. And it was the English show, which was actually pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's actually uh, yeah. decent. Yeah. yeah. Surprisingly enough. Yeah. So I started watching Berserk. Awesome. I think I think Doctor Weeb had me as his pick. I'm not. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was my pick for you. Um, we probably should introduce this topic. Like, just we'll talk about it later and then cut it at the beginning of one of the episodes. We'll get to that. Um, there is one other fact, though, that I'm reading that was interesting. Um, the most famous music video in Japan is based on Ghost in the Shell. Yes. that just shows i mean that anime is anime and manga just has such an impact on their culture it's almost like anime is the disney of japan i mean it just has influence everywhere i I guess that's yeah i guess that's a fair comparison i mean but there's different companies in japan but it's like the overall idea of it Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know. Ghost in the Shell. You, you said that, and that just got me thinking about the new Netflix one, and I'm getting hype again. Mm. I fucking love Ghost in the Shell. Oh, this one's also interesting, too. Um, the anime Death Note was banned in China as it became so popular that kids used to buy Death Note notebooks and write the names of all the people they hated and wish them to die. It happened in the U.S., too. They there just was actually banned. a serial killer either here or in Japan that left a note after like cutting someone up that said, I am Kira. 
Mm. Oh boy. That was years ago though. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the look at video games, Grand Theft Auto. I mean, there's always going to be some. Crazy yeah, there's always going to be some crazy stuff. person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are some fun facts that. Uh, I mean, anime just has some crazy stuff about it. I mean, the fact that all manga's hand drawn is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that that's wild. Um, yeah. And that and, goes back to your little stamp thing that you said. Whatever that's called. Yukio, eh? Um, and that's, that's, and that's if it, that's what it is. I'm not sure if it's actually a stamp. I just from what I remember, I think that's what it is. Um, but I, I have some notes about like some of the big studios, and I'm sure I missed some. Um, Toei Animation is like one of the big ones. Uh, they did Dragon Ball, Sailor Moon, Digimon, One Piece. Um, they're apparently one of the oldest animation studios. They were founded in 1948 under the name Japan Animated Films. Um, so they're old. Mm. Um, I'd be interested to see what their old, old, old stuff looked like. And just like the anime, if it was anime at the time, it was animated, but I don't know if it was like anime as you'd see it today. Um, Gynax, um, Neon Genesis Evangelion, Fully Cooly, and Gu- Guru Lagan. Oh, Fully Cooly. Yeah, I still gotta watch that. Um, and then out of Gynax is Studio Trigger. Um, some ex employees founded, uh, from Gynax st- founded Studio Trigger in 2011. They made Kill a Kill, Little Witch Academia, and Darling in the Franks. Um, I actually forgot that Guru, Guru Lagan was actually Gynax. I always attribute that to Trigger. Um, apparently that's not the case. Um, Kyoto Animation, known for uh, Clanad, uh, Lucky Star, and Kaon, and then they they had a, a fire at their. Um, someone actually burned down their studio. I think some people died. That was a couple of years ago. Um, I think they recently started the trial against the guy who started the fire. Um, Madhouse Studio. They did Death Note. Uh, <laughs> Surprisingly enough, they did Death Note and Card Captor Sakura. I've never watched it, but I saw some like clips of it. I'm like, those two shows. I don't think they came. I I don't believe they came from the same studio. Oh yeah. And then, you want to talk about that? You want to talk ahead. about that? About about two completely different things coming from one person? Are we really getting into that? Okay. No, no, we're off. not. No, we're not. I'll Stop go talking. off on Kentaro. I will go off on him. Okay. <laughs> well, Madhouse also did Helsing, and they did um, the first season of One Punch Man. They that did fucking Black Lagoon. Bastard needs to get back. Needs his life together. I can't take it anymore. Calm down. <laughs> Nothing. We won't get into that. Not on this we can, episode. We can, we can do a I'll whole rage episode about, about this. it. Yes, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, Studio Bones. They did Full Metal Alchemist, Soul Eater, My Hero Academia. A1 Pictures, which I've never really like, I've never heard of that studio by name, but I guess they did Fairy Tale and Sword Art Online. Um, didn't know that was the studio that did those. And then Sunrise, they did Code Geass, Cowboy Bebop, and Mobile Suit Gundam. Bebop. I don't know if that includes all the Gundams. I have a very poor understanding of how the Gundam series works. <laughs> so do I. It's just like 5,000 different generations of Gundam. <laughs> It's like one robot gave birth to another robot. Maybe we'll have to do a dive into certain series that have been like around for a long time. You know what, though? Since you brought up Sword Art Online, I think that Sword Art Online also had a big impact on bringing people in. And I don't know when that came to America or when it first was being animated. I think it was like early 2010s, right? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so, yeah, because I was. And what's in that genre called? Isekai, but that wasn't. That was like one. That was the one that started off like the current Isekai explosion, where everything is doing that. But there are other older ones, um, like a, apparently, and this is off of a top ten list I found online. So we all know those are super reliable. Um, Inuyasha <laughs> can be considered as an Isekai, where I I get the idea where it's someone transporting to another world. But it's a little different, but it still kind of fits the genre. I just don't like thinking about it being part of that genre. So the 2010s to 2020s, uh, for the people that don't know what Isekai is, what is it? It's basically the protagonist is, well, it doesn't even have to be the protagonist. A character is transported to another world, and then they live out their life in that world to a certain extent. Like, Sword Art Online was one, but they were transported to a VR world and then left that world, whereas Konosuba, the protagonist dies and he's trapped in this other world. Like, So it just depends on the extent of how stuck in this other world they're in, but that's generally it. Is like They were, by all definitions, human in our real world, and then something happens to where they end up in another world. You should check out Konosuba. There's apparently giant lettuce balls or something. Uh, well, yeah, th- there's cabbages and lettuces. It's only one episode, but um, watch it anyway. It's one of my favorites. Okay. Um, I think that is a good enough intro for somebody that has no idea or even just wants to know more. Um, I think we got into a lot of good topics, and I think anime, like, here, let's let's say what do we think in the next 10 years is going to happen? Um I personally don't like 3D animation in anime and I'm starting to see it happen a lot more. Uh do you yeah. guys like that or no? I think there's a certain appeal there are to some s- of it, yeah. Like yeah, there are- that weird one. God, that we don't yeah, we don't even talk about it. It's <laughs> no, so we really bad. don't. I am actually disgusted with what they decided to do with that one. Like, I don't understand what their thought process was. Like, it is one of the most, like, well-loved, like, series. Like, who gave the okay to do that? And that that brings up, like, a lot of heat between me and fucking Kentaro over here. So it's like, you have to have a little love for something. You know what I mean? Well, what do you see the future of the next 10 years being? Do you see it getting even bigger? Or But I can see it getting better. Like, if you look at, oh, yeah. uh, like, Fire Force, there's a couple, like, CGI things that you can definitely tell, but it's it's very well kind of melded into the background. Right. So it's not as blatant. When you look at fucking Berserk, it's just disgusting. I mean, like, mm-hmm. at one point, he walks like a South Park character. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and i i put i just yeah i just posted it right there you can go ahead and put that on the twitter if you want it if i will want it is disgusting like i i don't understand who thought it was a good idea and i don't know what happened because it's such a like in-depth and well just drawn out like manga and even like the movies are really well done so it's like i don't know i just don't know what happened and i don't see where that's going to go in the future other than like it getting better but we definitely have to do better than that that's for oh sure. yeah it's definitely going to get better but i also think that like there are certain contexts where it just works better um like i watched the uh code Geass, akito of the exiled um 
it's like a spinoff. The the all of the mech scenes were in that CG. The CG mm-hmm. was not great, but it was a good context for using it. It was it 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 wasn't great technically, but it looked good enough. I still will prefer hand drawn anime, uh, much like I prefer the pixelated Pokemon games. I was to the just new 3D ones. I was actually thinking about that today. How every single mobile game because I, we spend so much time on our phones and, and like you guys keep talking about Azure Lane and that's, there's like no 3D in that game, yeah. which is good. I, I just like don't care for 3D unless it's really, really high quality 3D. It's, it's got to look really good. And now that I'm thinking about it, imagine almost like Borderlands, a cell shaded 3D anime. I think that would look cool. But that's again, I still- Arcane's going to be. Oh, is it? Okay, mm-hmm. I'll have to watch that because I think that would look cool. But again, in my general opinion, I like the hand-drawn anime I love better. Cell Shaded. I think Cell Shaded's so cool. Yeah. It's a cool it is. It's It's good for shading and it just looks, I don't know, it just stands out, but it's still not as weird as like those CGI. I, don't know, I just, I can't stand this, the 3D CGI stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's okay, Dr. Wee, where do you nice. see the next 10 years? Um, I'm horrible at predictions in general. I, I mean, I'd, I'd say on the 3D topic, it's it's got it's got to get better. It's going to get better. Um, but I really don't see like anime slowing down at all. Like, I don't necessarily see it speeding up all that much. I don't foresee it becoming like forefront of American culture. Like, I think American cartoons are still way too ingrained in where they are to see that major shift. It'll become a larger part of the market, um, but yeah, I, I think it it's it is where it is now. Like everyone knows what anime is. Not everybody likes it, but more people are accepting of this is the thing. It's an art form, and they just let it be for the most part. I think if you look at some of the uh, uh, like styles and the themes of like even the cartoons that we have now, because I was gonna say like what we call cartoons or what are cartoons to us like are becoming more mature like kind of like how anime was like even if you look at like shows like the amazing world of gumball is a really good show actually if you watch it it's it's meant to be kind of around you know a kid's show obviously but you can definitely tell that it's more grown up than kind of the slapstick humor that other people were into before anime kind of came along like it's more of an adult theme yeah like the regular show or Rick and Morty, like our cartoons are becoming more thematical. Uh, oh I yeah, think probably because of the impact anime has had on our culture. There, there was a whole thing in the research, and I didn't really want to go into it too much, but like adult animation, other than The Simpsons, didn't really exist prior to like the '90s mm-hmm. and the early 2000s. And based on what I read, anime did have kind of a part to play in that because it introduced the fact that, hey, you can have animation be serious. Um, And that's where you see like Family Guy, American Dad, basically anything Seth McFarlane touches is kind of that adult animation, but it's a lot more common, like Archer, Rick and Mm -hmm. Morty, that stuff. Like Without anime, I don't know if that stuff would exist in the form it does. Mm -hmm. Um, The last thing that I want to say is what I see happening and, and like the fact that Dr. Weeb and I went and saw the uh, My Hero movie. And I think at that point it had already been in theaters for a few weeks and it was put into a little theater because it had already been there for so long. 
and that little theater was still filled up, I, I can see it becoming like moving past just streaming and becoming more big movies and more um, like a, just a bigger thing. Because like I said in the first episode, if you walk into a hot topic, which a lot of people go to hot topic, I think, I mean, as weird as it used to be in there, we have a bias. We still go. I mean, everything in there is just animation, anime, and and American stuff too. But I mean, that you just actions dedicated to it now. So you have to look at the fact, like it's just more common. Like you said in the movies, I've seen three anime movies this year. I don't think I've seen that three anime movies in the theaters this year. I don't think I've seen that many anime movies ever prior many to that in the theater. Yeah. yeah. So like I think it's a big thing and then like one of those movies was Weathering with You which was made by the guy I don't remember his name who's made your who made your name. That movie was big like people who don't like anime or didn't really like anime saw it because of how like gorgeously animated it was. It made all that money. I don't remember it was nominated for an award like it was big and then talking about awards Studio Ghibli won a, a um Golden Globe or an Oscar or an Emmy or whatever it is. Um, let me see. I think I have it here somewhere. I don't know. They, uh, oh yeah, here it is. Here it is. Um, yeah, Miyazaki has won a Golden Globe for Spirited Away, and he's been nominated for other ones due to his other movies. So like, it's it's definitely a lot bigger, especially when it comes to movies, just because you see them in theaters now. Mm-hmm. That was um. He got. I know Wind Rises got nominated for Golden Globe. Mm. from Miyazaki um, and then the last thing I'm going to say is going off of the movie thing Dragon Ball Super Broly which just came out um, it's one of the highest grossing anime films of all time I think it was not top three no your name is number one Spirit Away number two House Moving Castle number three um, Dragon Ball though that is number 12 okay. so i mean that's that's pretty high up pokemon the movie 2000 is number 11 all right so um now we're back at to the end of the other one um so yeah if you learned anything interesting you should just uh take that and pass it on to someone else so that they know what this stuff is and, and a lot of this stuff i don't think any of us knew so you can kind of take what you learned here and apply it and teach other people about it so that they realize that this isn't such a nerdy thing. It's totally a nerdy thing. Mm -hmm. It is. And we like it that way, but it has a lot of rich history, which I think is really cool. Um, so. Noble has a hard time accepting the fact that he's a nerd. True. I do. Yeah. Uh, I embrace it. <laughs> oh God! I thrive on it. Um. So yeah, that is the anime manga history episode part two ending, and um, I want to hint our next episode a little okay. bit. Um, right. We were gonna do best deaths. Um, whether we think they're the funniest deaths, the best funny deaths, the best meme deaths, the best serious deaths. So look the next episode is a meme. We're yeah. doing this entirely as a meme. 
So, yes, that's going to be funny um, and also interesting because there are a lot of good deaths. Um, and then you can reach out to us on Twitter. Our email is allthingsanimepod at gmail.com. Um, if you have any questions or or want us to talk about something, just send that to us. Um, I'm going to share a lot of the stuff that we talked about on Twitter because that's mainly where I post all the stuff. Um, and basically, that is it. All right. Yeah. Um, do you guys have anything else to add or say? I think we've just about covered everything for this episode. We'll go ahead and see you guys on the next one. Yeah, next time you probably won't have to hear me talk as much, so look <laughs> forward to that. Okay, so that is all things anime. I am Noble. Oh, I'm Dr. Weeb. I'm Dingo. Peace out. And remember, Griffith did nothing wrong. No. This podcast is partnered with the Oracle Network. All content discussed in the show and recording are that of the original owners and creators. Please subscribe to All Things Anime where all podcasts are heard. Spotify, Google, or iTunes. And please remember that all topics and thoughts discussed are simply a discussion. No harm or intent is meant to offend those listening. Remember to support your favorite manga and anime by buying the episodes and chapters legally.